Welcome to Connecting Greeks, a streaming comedy show and podcast designed to explore and enhance Greek culture around the world. Join hosts Angelo, Adi, and Foti as they bring you fun and interesting guests from all walks of Greek life. Grab a cafedaki and join us. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of the Connecting Greeks podcast. Today's episode is something that is... <laughs> When you meet our guest, you'll know something very near and dear to my heart. I'm pretty sure that Foti and Angelo feel the same. And speaking of Foti and Angelo, let me say hello to Foti first. How are you, Foti? Good yourself, Ari. I'm doing very well. I'm very excited about our guest. Uh, somebody that I, I believe our, our esteemed uh, co-host Angelo has already some experience with. So I am bringing Angelo on. What's up, Angelo? Hey, Forty. Hi, Ari. How you doing? Good to be back on Connecting Greeks. Yeah, it's been a little and while. It's been a while. We've been on the road, but we're back. It doesn't matter when, like true Greek tradition, it doesn't matter uh, where you pick up or where you left off. We always connect. Always. That, that's that's the secret to this. And this, I got to meet this young lady uh, on tour when I was in Australia last month. And very unique. Uh, I had seen her postings uh, on Instagram and uh, we share a very common thing, uh, <laughs> food. But uh, interestingly enough, uh, um, she goes by the handle of Euro Queen. And, and I found out why when I was there. And I'm so happy we have her on the show today, all the way from Sydney, Australia, the Euro Queen, Kelly. Kelly, welcome to Connecting Greeks with the gang. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm Hi, very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show. That's we awesome. are excited. We are very excited. You know, I got to say, gentlemen, that, you know, we have guests from all over. But for some reason, whenever we can get guests on from Australia, it's even more special. Yeah, it is because they they really carry a uniqueness about Hellenism that I've seen that you don't find pretty much anywhere else in the world. Yeah, and and you, also, um, you also love our accents. That's why. That's, that's, why. that's very cool. That. But you know what? You guys all have great disposition. I've never met an Australian that was like a sourpuss or like no. a downer. Oh, like us? They're all very, very, like, I just feel nice. Yeah, you know, the, the stereotype that, that we have for, for Canadians, you know, being the friendliest people on earth, it's actually quite similar for us, for Australians here as well. Um, they're extremely, extremely friendly. I haven't met one Aussie that hasn't been friendly. So, yeah, we're very lucky in that what, aspect. What, what happened to us? Like, why is that? We'll talk about the United States stereotype. Uh, <laughs> let me go get a couple of uh, guns and rifles, and uh, maybe we can talk about the- <laughs> sort oh. it out. Oh God! No <laughs> pun intended. No, but I always said this. I said Australia is like Canada, but with better weather. That's huh. how I look at Australia. And, yeah, uh, and this is interesting because so here's the thing: we, we uh, Kelly contacted me when we were in uh, uh, Sydney. And she was, I really like to bring it on my new podcast, and I'd like to go have a Euro with you. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, if I'm going to go for that. So I'm like, yes, and yes. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you had me at, do you? And I'm like, yeah, eat, yes. So uh, um, go with a pretty lady to eat a Euro. Right, right. right. With a Euro. I, I, I'm failing to see it. And her big I'm Greek here. boyfriend, Ari, was there. His name is Ari. I, Ari uh, I, I, he I was third wheeling. <laughs> he, he was the, and, and, and we went to a place, and this couple ran it from Thessaloniki. 
Let me tell you something. I'm going to go, I'm going to start from here and we're going to talk about how Kelly's journey is on this. I got a bifteki on pita gyro with their sauce. It is yeah. still the best bifteki gyro pita <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah, what was the name of the place again, Kelly? Mega. It's called Mega Euros. And so I'm actually going there after. <laughs> okay, I hate you now because I want to go there. And guys, it was so good. And we had a nice conversation about her obsession with Euros. And yeah. and and I thought it's so cool uh, uh, that you are such a Euro fan, like a lot of people are, and that you travel around eating Euros, you rate them, people invite you. So Kelly, tell us, because everybody's going to be interested, what got you into this? What, what, what's your fixation with the Euro? Well, you know, it's what, it's what you said, like, you got to do what you love in life. And what I love is Euro. So <laughs> I thought, why not just do that as a full-time job? Um, but no, it actually started like when I was in Greece, I was visiting my mom who lives in Athens um, in 2019, right before COVID. Um, and yeah, like I, I had so much Euro within the space of a week that I ended up being sick. I went to hospital. And right. um, I was going to ask you that. So you ate yeah. so much that you OD'd a Euro. And I'm not even joking. That's the clinical term that the doctor used. He told me I had an overdose of Euro and what? they put me on a drip. Well, what, what, like what happened to your body? Like what were you feeling? It just crashed on like the fifth day of having it two, three times a day. I just couldn't function. I was really sick. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was just feeling these like, you know, sort of ill feeling. And, and my mom took me to the, to the hospital, took me to Lifada hospital because we don't go to just anything, you know? Um, and yeah, they told me that they asked me what I had eaten and I told them I had you and they're like, what else have you eaten? I'm like, Oh no, I just had you for a week. <laughs> and they're like, why did you do that? I'm like, I, I came all the way from Australia. If you think I'm going to eat something else, you're wrong. So they made me stop having it for four days longest four days of my life and yeah in that in that period of time I realized that I had been taking photos of all the year I had eaten while I was there and so I thought oh well why don't I make an Instagram and just put those photos on the Instagram and see what happens but then last year when we had our um our COVID lockdown here in Sydney I was bored out of my mind we're all working from home and we're just sitting on the couch nothing to do um, and so I was just scrolling through my, my, my Greece memories, looking at like, I was, I was expecting to see, you know, some photos of Athens or wherever I went and, and my whole camera roll was literally just lucky. So I was like, well, I'll just put awesome. these on the Instagram. I branded myself as the Euros queen. And then I just, I, I was completely shocked by the reaction that I got at all these restaurants yeah. just. Um, sending me messages to come and try their Euro and come and try their Greek food and rate them. And then it happened in Melbourne and it's just happening all over the world. So it's, it's quite, it's quite fun. But well, the funny thing is that like, when Angela was here, I just thought I'm just going to try my luck and slide into the DMs and say, Hey, do you want to go for a Euro? Because that's my love language, you know? And I didn't expect him in any way to be like, yes, I'll come. And then straight away, he's like, when are we going? So I, I it was got, so, so much fun. <laughs> I got to say, Angelo, you know, you're, out of anyone that's out there, if anyone's going to respond to you, it's Angelo. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, well, Angelo is great. Angelo's great this when it comes to Greek, Right. I got this attractive Greek woman saying, do you want to go for a Euro? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did, you, did you check to see if this was no? like, did she make a mistake? Is that what you're saying when you got the message? No, but what I found interesting, what I found interesting about you, Kelly, is that do you want to go for a euro? 
I'm like, I was jonesing for a euro so bad. Oh, wow. And when you said that to me, I'm like, is well, this a joke? Like, it's Otheos? Mostly left out Angelio, the Panafani Euro? Yes, I'm going to go have Euro with you. It was great. Yeah. It was very, if it was very trusting of you, because what if I was like some, you know, two meter tall guy well, trying to kidnap you? And, and that's well, here's what the I'm deal. Okay so, Ari, I've had DMs where people are a little off kilter. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I want to meet with you and this and that. But the, the, the thing that disarmed me was the Euro. It wasn't <laughs> like you said, let's go to a bar or let's go hang out. You're like, do you want to go have a Euro with me? And I said, for every woman out there looking for a man, especially a Greek man, you better watch this podcast. Because, Kelly, this is how you disarm a Greek man. Send him a DM and say, hey, would you like to go have a euro with me? I'm telling you 99.9% the answer is going to be yes. But I'll tell you what, though. Here's a little secret. It doesn't work the other way around because I'm getting no. these DMs on the daily. And they're like, do you want to grab a euro with me? Do you want to grab a euro with me? And I'm like, no, that's creepy. I can only oh, that's, <laughs> that's creepy now. I can only imagine. I can only imagine what you get. Uh, I just found it so oh, interesting. I- Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say to your point, when I came across Kelly's page, I'm like, wow, finally someone's doing a page on Yiro. And I <laughs> saw the work that she did. And I'm like, we got to contact her because this is beyond cool. So at least on our end, we reached out to you because, you know, for us growing up, you know, Yiro's was the thing. It was like um, part of our culture that we can uh, brag about to our non-Greek friends. Like Yiro was the thing. Of mm-hmm. our time, and it still is, right? But yeah. yeah, so so we actually reached out to you because we came across your page. Well, that's the thing. I'm wondering why no one has done this earlier because there's tons and tons of pages on Instagram that are, you know, for brunch or for pizza. There's plenty of people doing pizza or doing Italian food or just sure. anything really. There's so many food bloggers, and there's not one food blogger that's specifically, you know, doing Greek food. At least here in Sydney, where we have so much beautiful greek food we have so many greeks as you guys know um so i thought someone has to step up and do this so i mean let me ask you this okay so do you do all greek food or is it gyro specific it was just gyro at the start but then i was like you know what i'm going to all these beautiful places and they're inviting me and they're just giving me like a whole table full of greek food i can't just be promoting that one thing i I mean mean, if if you want to grow and you want to like like get a big following grow i feel like there's a cap as to how much yiro right. in, in australia that you could possibly like find and review and without like constantly repeating yourself i so mean that the, cap, the cap was certainly the overdose <laughs> well, so well, I, okay so so that's the first part the first part you answered that you're you're doing all greek food now so then the second part is do you see like a future of like like going to other places and doing this because yeah. it seems like you could. But that's the dream. That's what I'm hoping to do. So I actually was working in advertising all this time, um, you know, running different social media accounts and all that. And I thought, why don't I just do this for myself? And I didn't expect the Euros Queen to pick up like it did. So I'm very grateful that I've had so much support and I'm getting all these random messages from people in Greece and saying, you know, well done that you're promoting our culture and stuff. But I feel like, at some point, you know, with the way the internet is these days, I feel like at some point people are going to start being like, well, Euro isn't the only thing that we eat. 
And, you know, that's a fair point because we have such well, a rich cuisine. Um, being Greek, we're very, very lucky that we have such a rich cuisine. We have so many different foods. And so I wouldn't just want to be promoting this one food for the rest of my life. That will probably lead to a lot of cholesterol for me. Um, so I would love to be promoting all Greek cuisine. And, I mean, ideally the dream is for me to be traveling to all these different places where there's so many Greeks, you know, obviously outside of Greece, so even America or, you know, Canada, sure. other places in Europe as well to be promoting Greek food and Greek cuisine and ultimately Greek culture. So I'm hoping to go to Greece at the end of this summer, so end of August. That's what I'm hoping to do for about five, six weeks. Um, and I'd love to work with some of, like, the restaurants over there and promote some of their stuff too. But also there's so many places that have also messaged me, for example, in Boston or in um, Chicago or in even Montreal that are messaging me and telling me you have to come and try our food. And I just, that's pretty much that's what I awesome. want to do in life. <laughs> That's so now, cool. Interestingly enough, Kelly, I've uh, on my travels on the road, I'll go to a Greek restaurant and I give them a shout out. I started something in Chicago and it's leading up to you. I had a Chicago Euros, which I think are delicious. But there's a place in Bayside, New York called Fontana that has an amazing Euro. I didn't say one was better than the other. I said, because the big rivalry in America is, you know, Chicago and New York for Euros. I said, which one do you think is better, Chicago or New York? And it started a shit show because Greeks <laughs> are very proud of their food, as you know. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm sure, do you get that where they're saying, come try ours? Because everybody's going to tell you, especially Greeks, they're going to tell you that their place has the best. Yeah. And I actually said. did get a few of those from Chicago. Right. Right. They're very proud. They're all telling me, no offense, but you don't know what you're missing out on by not being in Chicago. Exactly. Like, hey, guys, I chose to be here. You know, when my parents brought me and I was three years old and defenseless, I chose Australia. <laughs> but right, no, right, I mean, right. I would love to try the Chicago food. I've heard that it's insane. It's really good. But you understand now we have the internet. We have Instagram. We have mm. Twitter. We have all kinds of stuff now, Facebook. So now the world can see everything. Well, I went to a place uh, you know, I'm going to say right to you right now. I went to a place called Greek Euro street food in Nassau, Bahamas. Nice. <laughs> so I, I, I was with the comic. I got off the ship. We were going to go to McDonald's and I saw Greeks Euro street food. I go to the guy, I said, to the other comic, I said, who's American. I said, we're going to go in there. If the owner's Greek, we're going to eat here. If it's not Greek, we're not going to eat here. That's he goes, why is that? I go, there's a reason for it. Because, you know, a lot of people try to they bastardize Greek food, and I won't eat it at a place that's not Greek. Well, as soon as I walked in the door, I saw the guy's face. He's Greek. George. <laughs> George. Well, and we went in there, and he had Bahamian people working, but him and his brother, Stavro, the two Greeks, <laughs> run. They have a Greek community in Nassau. They have a church. I had their Euro. It was delicious. So I did a video to show everybody I'm having Euros in Bahamas, a place you wouldn't think. Mm. Can I ask you how long ago was this? Because you might just be the original Euros queen. No, no, you're you're the Euros <laughs> queen. I'm just a guy who likes to eat Euros. And I was <laughs> off a ship in Bahamas. I did a, a short video. I put it on Facebook. It got 178,000 views. Oh, wow. And the guy called me from Bahamas going, Tiekanis. Like, what the fuck? I, go, I think people were enamored by the fact that uh, it's a bit of Greece. It's a bit of Hellenism. It's not just the euro you're representing. 
It's mm-hmm. everything that's good about Greeks. And wh- I can't think of a better sandwich. Right now, if you brought us all a sandwich, we eat them together right now. I know the guys would eat them too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. For sure. It's one of those things. Oh. You want a euro? Yeah. Let me, let me ask Kelly yeah. a question about this now. You just mentioned about the sandwich. What is it to you, Kelly, that actually makes it a euro? Like, what, is, what do you look for that makes it, you know, that you rate it as this is like, this is the shit? Well, I think it comes down to the meat, the way that it's cooked, the way that it's marinated. It has to it has to have a lot of flavor because I've had a lot of yudo in my time. And, you know, some of that has been a bit bland or they just don't do it like the way they do it in Greece. I mean, you're talking about that. I mean, now the prices have gone up, sadly, but you're still talking about relatively the cheapest food. So why would the cheapest food in Greece actually taste so good? They obviously have to put a lot of flavor in it. Um, And so the meat, if it has a lot of flavor, it's it's marinated well. And if that tzadziki has a really good ratio of like yogurt to garlic, you don't want to walk out, um, you know, smelling, you don't want to sink. So if it's like a good mixture of the ingredients, then that's a classic gyro. But the one that I took Angelo to, and I wasn't just going to take him anywhere, um, I think that one in Surrey Hills here is spot on. It's the closest thing that I've had to a Greek gyro. The guy has just come like six, seven years ago from Thessaloniki, and he does it. It's like I'm eating it and I'm just sitting on a bench in Greece. And he even does the Thessaloniki version. Like I know this is controversial, but he does like the mustard and all of that. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, It's really good. It was so fucking good. You know what? You you said, like, you don't know what it is, why it's it's hard to capture Greece. So my my whole entire upbringing, we we go to Greece in the summer, and I would always go, you know, first things first is get get a souvlaki from the local uh, souvlakidiko, right? And I would always say, why do they taste so good here? And I remember this uh, very quick story. Um, I'm sitting in the Subrajitiko and the whole grill and everything is behind me. And I'm just, I'm talking to somebody um, who wasn't from Greece. And I'm like, there's something about being in Greece at a Subrajitiko. There's no taste like it. And I just remember him looking and laughing and going, I think I know the secret. And he points and I turn around. I see this old dude over the grill. The cigarette is hanging all the way out of his mouth, he's dripping sweat, and he's like, that's the secret right there. And I was like, yes, that's the secret. That's what makes it so good. But, you know, okay. it, all jokes aside, there is something about uh, being in Greece and eating. And, you know, we do a lot of wine stuff, and we always say the environment and the atmosphere adds to the flavor. Do you think that's true with Yido, too? Like, being in the middle of Greece and having that vibe and that, that like, energy and you're eating a gyro, I think it's a hundred percent, 100%, 100%. Wherever you, I think, look, whatever, whatever you're doing in Greece, anything that you're eating, I personally can't say that I have had bad food in Greece. Good. Um, I mean, I, whenever I go, I usually go to visit my family in Athens and I've also been to Kalimno, which is like my dad's island. And, and yeah, Foti, we will get to this soon because I think we're cousins. But um, but everywhere I've been, the food has been amazing. And I think it's just because you're in Greece. I think it's just the whole feeling of how, you know, when, when they see that you're someone that's foreign, when you're Greek from somewhere else, they really go out of their way to make you feel at home. Oh, yeah. And, and that's that's how I know that I'm in Greece is when I told them that I'm Greek from Australia and they're always really happy to meet me. Um, and I think that that plays a big role. And also, I mean, what's nicer than sitting on a beach and just drinking a Greek beer and having a gyro? Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's heaven. <laughs> yeah. Very good points. Yeah, I mean, I, we agree. Environment and vibe and energy is definitely a part of the experience. 
Um, and so when, when Fothi reached out to me, <laughs> he saw my surname and he's like, are you from Kalino? And I'm like, yeah, my dad's side is. And then he told me all these bunch of names of people. And I'm like, I think I know them. Um, so we have some sort of relation. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Imagine that. When we say connecting Greeks, we really mean connecting <laughs> Greeks. Because the only podcast where there's a good chance one of us is related to each other. Right. At some point in the podcast. We yeah. found out a few times now. That's awesome. That's, That's so awesome. funny. Well, look, we 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 we're we're fascinated by this and we're so like happy that you have like this like big following and we hope you grow. So uh you know, Angelo's idea is a pretty good idea if you know you, you expand and go to other places. Uh but also out of the ordinary places, I think is really interesting. Like he said, he went to Nassau, Bahamas, and he found a, a Yido place. Like yeah. I think people will be real interested seeing, like you know, you're in the middle of like. Well, I mean, I don't even know. Like, how about some little village in Ireland, and there's a Yido shop well, or something. How about how about uh, Angela being in the middle of the ocean on a cruise liner having Greek food? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the guy wrote Suzukakia. The Malaka wrote Suzukakia, and they were Spanakopita. Awesome. And I got in a fight with all the cooks on the ship. The guy goes, "It's Suzukakia. It's Spanakopita. It's not Suzukakia." And then the Sri Lankan chef came over. He goes, "These are Suzukakia. This is Spanakopita. This Suzukakia." And we got into it. Hey, oh, how do you yeah. know? I go, "I'm Greek. That's how I know." And then we got into it with the guy. Oh, That's man. awesome. But yeah, I mean, that, 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 I think there, there is a lot for you to expand on. I think it's so cool. Um, and, you know, it, it's real interesting stuff. I mean, all Greeks uh, are totally into this. And even people who aren't Greek, who just like appreciate Greek food or good food, I think that there's, there's an element of it so like, mm. like enrapturing to them. So Yeah, that's right. And it's also so diverse. I mean... When I took Angelo to Mega Yiros, I just thought he was going to get like a normal pork gyro like I did, but he got inventive and he's like, no, I want Suzukakia in the pita. Um, and so now when I go today, I'm going to tell them to just name that item the Angelo. Uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> the connection so you have, Angelo. It was so good. I mean, one filled me up and I was like, wow, I wish I could eat two. Well, ask him, ask him to call the Connecting Greeks Yiro. The connecting oh, why, why really, really fucking really the connecting it was my <laughs> hero fucking blow out your goal on that right away <laughs> like the connecting Greeks this is the connecting Greeks I'm just trying to I'm pipping you out freaking forty the connecting what, what do we call the connecting Greeks hero stay in your lane forty stay in your yeah, lane stay in your I lane forty I hey can. Angelo, when you when you do your next tour, can you do instead of Angelo Tsarukas on tour the Connecting Greeks? Can you do that? <laughs> the Connecting Greeks tour. I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna do the forty said we should call it this tour. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Well, well look, we we tour. we have we have some questions that Forty is gonna ask you, but the first question I'm just gonna I'm gonna spoil this a little bit. The first question is, what's your favorite Greek food? We're skipping that. Because we know we know the answer. We're gonna ask her what's her least favorite Greek. Okay, yeah. Start with that. Oh. Start with that Alright, Yeah, Mayurita. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I don't know why we do it to ourselves. Why do we do it to ourselves? It's supposed to be a um a rem- a remedy for your hangover, right? So uh, so you're we- telling me after forty days of not eating meat, the first thing you wanna eat is like sicoti? it's like a it's like oh. intestines. 
No, you know what it's called? It's called we ran out of food, and that's all we had left to eat. Well, I think growing up, I remember that, you know, preparing for like the Easter feast, it was like, you know, we got to wait for tomorrow, so you can't really eat much. So that was just probably to your point, the leftover trimmings yeah. what was left from the cooking, right? It's all, yeah. I'm sure that's some has something to do with the. I don't know. I just made that up. Yeah. Oh, he's I just made that up. I don't know. I just think it's like I've tried it a couple times, and you know, now I'm old enough where I don't have to eat that anymore because my parents aren't forcing me. So I'm not gonna have. So, it. so if you if you go somewhere and they have a margarita, gyro, you're not gonna eat it. Uh, oh. oh whoa, dude! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> hmm. See, that's tough because anything in a pita, pretty much. Louder and up with tzatziki. I think you could do it. No. <laughs> As a challenge, oh, yeah. Sure. So we so now we established that the Euro Queen <laughs> doesn't like Margarita. Okay. As most people that we speak to, because it's pretty common. So yeah. Fair it enough. Is. A lot of people also well, hate um Cocorezzi for that reason as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let me let me ask let me tell this, um, Kelly, that being from Kalimnos, Margarita is not a pop there's not a dish there, but the equivalent would be patsa. Yeah. So Which, there's okay. all over Athens that are open late night. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, fine. No, and like if someone wants to go and start their own Instagram, like the Magiritsa Queen, uh, like do it. Let's see how many followers oh, you get. <laughs> two. You might be onto something. Cool. Right. So, so yeah, so we asked three questions to our guests just so we get to know you better. Um, so we went through the food part of it, your likes and dislikes. But growing up as a Greek Australian, I'm sure you know, you know, listening to our parents um, gawk at us and bicker. Are there any Greek sayings that you grew up with that you still kind of listen to still today or use yourself? You know what? It's so funny because it's like it's almost like I have PTSD every time <laughs> I leave the house. I hear my dad saying "tamatias dekatesera." Yes. And I don't know why, like, why is it's, it's embedded in me. He used to say it all the time. My mom would say a whole ton of them, um, most of which I can't really say on this show. But my dad, <laughs> my dad was always like, and I, as a kid, I thought that was so creepy. Um, now I'm always like really, you know, really conscious of where I'm going and what I'm doing because that's in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it well, to I mean, he, he did his job. That, he, that's what he wanted you to do and it stuck to you and now you're aware. So good. And, you know, the other funny thing was uh, just a, a line of advice before I told him that I was going to Kalimno for the first time back in 2018. And it was the first time I was traveling just with my just with my cousin. Um, he's like, make sure if any guy tells you to get on his motorcycle or on his bike, you do not. And that was the last thing he said to me right before I got on the flight. And I thought, God, that is so weird. But you know what happened? The first night I went to Kalimno, all, everyone stranded me and I was lost in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know how to get back home. And there was this one guy that had his bike. He's like, and I'll take you back home. And then I was like, oh, no, my dad would be so pissed off right now. Oh, um, yeah, I did it. Thank, thankfully, he was a really nice, like, villager. So it was okay. But <laughs> it was in my mind. I would think that if he did something wrong, he couldn't get too far with, with what he did. Or if he <laughs> no. turned, right? Such a small island. Oh, they're, oh. They're, they're good people. <laughs> That, I mean, and now you mentioned, you know, things being embedded in your head and being maybe traumatized, you know, as Greeks and and even as Kalimians, you know, we live by superstition. Mm-hmm. Is there any superstition that you still today live by because of that traumatic? 
Oh, I have a ton. And I was, I never thought of myself as a superstitious person. I have a ton. So like when I'm at the uh, dinner table, I can't pass the knife to someone. I can't give them the knife. You know, we're going to have a fight. I mean, fair enough. Um, And also like to not, to not have my padofles upside down because my mom said that that's really bad luck for my mom. Oh, that explains it. (laughs) Now saying it out loud, I feel like she's just (laughs) (laughs) fooling me this whole time. Well, they're harder to grab, Kelly, so she can whack you with them. That's what she said. <laughs> There's so many, but I will—you will never catch me passing the knife to someone like to their hand. I'll put it okay. on the table. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Oh man, I, 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 I love—I love when we speak to so many different people, and it, and we say this all the time. It's like you could be from anywhere, like in any like aspect of your life, whatever. If you're Greek, like we feel like it's just a shared a very shared experience. Like we feel like we know exactly what you're talking about. I could almost hear your dad telling you, Matia de Catesta. I could almost hear your mom telling you to flip your padoflas over. It's like, so yeah. funny though, because I always thought, you know, it's funny. I always thought growing up that I was just, you know, um, with these parents that were incredibly strict and just incredibly unfair. And me being the girl, you know, I couldn't do anything. My brother could go out and party like at 15, but I couldn't go to the cinema. I couldn't go to the movies without a parent there until I was 18. What, oh. what did you think I was going to do at the cinema? I don't know. And so it was very funny because I always thought, oh, I must be the only one that's had such a strict upbringing. And I was going to Sunday school at church until I was 15 years old every single weekend. But then... Um, what struck me as like, I, I realized in that moment that I wasn't alone was actually going to Angela's comedy show when he was here in Sydney and every single thing he said was so relatable. Every single thing. It's like, I've lived this scenario. I have lived this scenario as well. And everyone was laughing because we all knew that like, the whole crowd knew that we've all been through this and that's just like our upbringing. We're not very different. We, you know, even though we're all in different parts of the world, I think we've all had a very similar backstory. Mm-hmm. And Angelo's so good at, at, like, picking out those little nuances, those little details of the Greek experience. And that's why, like, wherever he goes, anywhere around the world, he does his Greek show, everybody's going to relate to it, everybody's going to love it. And, you know. yeah, we all grew up the same way. Yeah. We all grew up the I, same I mean, way. Thanks to parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Kelly, I, I just got to tell you, uh, it, was, it was a pleasure having you on the show. We'd love to have you back. And, you know, we want you to keep doing what you're doing because – I'm just fascinated by seeing all these different foods and all these different heroes and all these different reviews that you do. And, you know, when, mm-hmm. when Fluffy first told me about you and then I saw you with Angela, I was like, what's going on? What is this? Like immediately I was like, well, I, I'm definitely going to follow this because it's awesome. I well, thank you so much. Different. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. And you guys, if you're ever like back in Sydney all together, we got to do, we got to do a Euro tour. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I want to get the guys first. Yeah, I, I want to get a random direct message saying, "Hey, would you like to go with me for, for a yido?" I, I, I want to have that Angelo experience. Fine, I'll slide into your DMs. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, thank I wanna, you. I want to. I want to thank uh, Angelo as always. I want to thank Foti, and again, thank you, Kelly, for taking the time and being with us. I want to thank everybody out there for watching and listening. This is going to be video podcast. You're going to watch it, listen it. We're going to have all our information so you can follow her. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you follow Angelo. Don't follow Fati. There's nothing to see there. And we want to thank everybody out there so much. And connecting so- Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.